Between Two Runners, a podcast with a focus on the Gainesville running scene and beyond. Let's get into the show. Welcome to Between Two Runners, my guest today, all the way from the other side of the table. It's Tribeca. <laughs> so take us back to the early days. Do you remember your first steps as a runner or an athlete? Um, I still struggle with even thinking of myself as athlete. You have imposter syndrome? I don't know. To me, athletes are somebody that are, I think of as more competitive, and I'm not competitive. Mm. So that's probably why I don't think of athlete versus okay. runner. I know I run. so um, We ran here today. I did. It was a lovely run. Yes. Very nice. Wonderful weather. Yes. Which is why we're inside. But I do remember very early, probably in the 80s, taking some trail running just north of San Francisco. So I do remember those. I remember my first pair of running shorts. And they were like kind of a bright orange and I just was like, ooh, cool, I'm a runner. And it just, mm-hmm. the novelty. And it's like, it's never worn off, the excitement of being a runner. Nice. Do you remember the first race you signed up for? I did a 5K um, Chinese festival in February in downtown Phoenix and it was just a 5k around the block and it was for the I can't remember which year the year of the dragon or something mm-hmm. were you bitten by the running bug instantly and you're like I have to sign up for all of the races now I've never been big on signing up for races. I tend to be a little bit more conservative of the money. I tend to like to sign up for the races someplace new so I can go explore. Okay. Or I want to support a charity. But if it costs too much money, then I feel like, yeah, I kind of struggle to sign up for it. Okay. If it's supporting a charity or if it's to go explore someplace new, then I want to go sign up for it. And once, once I wanted to sign up, Phoenix had a race called the Mad Dog, and it was a 25K and 50K, but at the time, I wasn't running that kind of distance, but I knew my goal was I always wanted to work up to that because I wanted that shirt. That shirt looked so cool, and then they canceled the event, and then they stopped having it, and I was just devastated. I should have just taken the plunge and just... I always tell people, sign up and then train, because people say, oh, I want to... I got to, when I train and when I can get to that, then I'll sign up. No, you sign up and then you panic and then you train. Right. Because you've invested X amount of dollars and like, well, I have to, you know, make it worth it somehow. And it almost forces yourself to to get out the front door and lace up and whatnot. What are some of your most memorable race experiences? Well, good or bad. Uh, <laughs> it, can, it can be a... Runs, runs in, in the rain have always been very memorable, but not in a good way. I did um, rock and roll in Nashville, and they postponed the start for 30 minutes for Tornado. So that was kind of memorable in a quirky kind of way. That one was very fun, too, because you ran past, they have, rock and roll has music every mile, and at one point they had a choir singing on the steps of a church, and it was just so wonderful, the music along the whole route. 
I enjoyed that. Running with my daughter for several races have been memorable. Up in Biltmore, the gardens of the Biltmore were gorgeous. Night trail run with her was fun. Yeah, you were telling me earlier on the run about Havelina. Yeah, so my daughter and I did the jackass, which is one loop of the javelina, and it's at night, and you have to dress up. So we went with a Hawaiian theme, and we both had Hawaiian shirts, we had lays, and we had Hawaiian socks to try and get into the spirit of it. And halfway through the route, there's also a big dance party. And- so it was around this point in the interview where my phone decided to start blaring the alarm to remind me to put on scrubs and go to work. Except it's my day off, and I was in the middle of an interview. Now with the alarm properly disabled, let's get back to our interview with Tribeca. All right, back to Havelina. Yep. You're dressed all Hawaiian. We did. There's a big dance party. Big dance party, disco ball. Did you stop at the dance party? Oh, yes. Was there dancing? Yes, definitely dancing there. Are you considered a world-class dancer? In my mind, in my world, yes, I am a world-class dancer in my world. Okay. Were there any awards given for your world-class dancing at that? No. I think they were probably sleep-deprived, probably. So, no. They did not recognize my awesomeness. I'll have to go back. Yes. (laughs) And make a point. Like, I don't know if you, you probably missed it last time, but... I'm going to show you again just yes. how awesome these moves are. Maybe I needed more of a dance out outfit instead of Hawaiian. I, I, right. I might have confused them dancing in Hawaiian outfit. I think yeah. I should have had a better outfit. They're like, shouldn't she be dancing to Hawaiian music? Mm-hmm. Or? I'll have to bring a ukulele on the next run. And there we are. Did you start getting into triathlons? Is that where the, the Tribeca comes into play? So Tribeca... Um, Way back in the 80s, I worked for a company called Triplex. Ah. So, Tri. Then I ended up having three kids, Tri. Ah. And then I was running a lot. Then I was running a lot, lot, six days a week, and I noticed a lot of people having injuries. And I'm like, hmm, maybe we should do a little cross training. So, I started getting into cycling a little bit. Uh-huh. And then I was like, huh, I started hanging out with people that did triathlons. That looked like a challenge. So I actually did not know how to swim. So I took swimming lessons. And I spent two years learning how to swim and started trying to do a couple of triathlons. Mm -hmm. So that's how I got into the triathlon. And then daughter went off to college. The boys were in getting close to graduating high school. Kind of felt the void in my life because... I love my kids and they're kind of like my world and so signed up for an Ironman and decided okay give myself something to do to fill my free time Mm -hmm. and that was my it was my bucket list kind of thing was just to go and do that and where did it go from your first Ironman were you like I need to do all of the Iron people expensive that's what I've heard especially the the Kona Oh, yeah, well, you have to qualify for that one. Okay. So Kona is kind of like Boston Marathon. Okay, that's so, like the that's granddaddy. A, that's, yes, yes, and you have to qualify. But um, the Ironman distance, other companies offer Ironman distance, but they don't have the Ironman brand. So it's mm-hmm. like, do you want to pay for that kind of a brand? So I, I enjoyed the training more than I enjoyed the actual event. Gotcha. So it's, I, I would train for that distance again 
with somebody, but or if somebody gave me a free entry. Right. So they're like, hey, run for this charity. And you're yes, like, hi, yes, that's yes, a good cause. Yes. Let us do that. Yes. So I definitely enjoyed that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm not having fun, then I don't want to do it. After that stint with triathlons, where did it go from here? Shortly after, I ended up moving here and into to Gainesville and. I, the roads are just not. I haven't quite found a happy place with the cycling. I've gone out with the Gainesville Cycling Club a little bit, but mm-hmm. I, I also the trail running here is definitely much more scenic, and I really am loving the trails here with the trees because in Phoenix it's a, a it's tree a desert. Is, it's like 15 feet tall, and they're like, "That's a tree." I'm like, "That's not a tree," and they're like, "Yeah, that's a tree." I'm like, "No, no, that is not a tree. 15 feet is not a tree." Right. So I, that's a shrub. <laughs> and so I, and then triathlon training is is expensive. Running is your shoes. Mm-hmm. I will always pay for quality shoes. The rest of my stuff tends to be sometimes hand me downs from my daughter. But have you done some races here in? Um, I've done Tom Walker. I've done um, the Life South. Okay. Um, I've done both of those a couple of times. I've done uh, Joey's Wings, the 5K. Because yes. I'll do races for um, charity. Because um, you have a big heart. <laughs> Probably. And I've done the Gate to Gate because people were talking about it. And to me, if it's, oh, that sounds like a challenge. Okay, let's go do it. Plus, it's, again, fundraiser for Friends of San Velasco. Right. So, gotta go do it. Helps the trails. Yep. Yeah. Great community. So I went over and did uh, the Gate River Run once, and that was a lot of fun because I'm going to sit there and have the free beer on the course. And uh, hey, if you're passing out free beer and mimosas, I'm definitely going to stop and enjoy it. But sure. It was. I don't like the really big races because I feel like I'm running in commute traffic, and you're like, eh, not so much. So kind of like the rock and roll. It's like. I went this past year to rock and roll for Savannah because mm. it's like I've never been to Savannah. Let's go check it out. And of course, it pours and rain, but still, it's an adventure. What are you training for now? I don't ever think of myself as training. I just I just go out and I run because it's fun to run, and and I I don't even know what I'm signed up for next. I know I'm signed up for some races, but I don't even know. I know Life South is coming up. Yeah, that's a fun race. Oh, and then and, I've done I've done the Lloyd Clark races too. Okay. So like the Noonans and mm-hmm. the Trail of Pain and, and Turkey Trot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Trail of Pain's been my favorite because again it's trail. Noonan's my least favorite. It's just on the road and there's no shoulder and I have a healthy respect for cars and prefer not to run with them. <laughs> kind of like Mount Dora. Mount Dora was fun because yes. A lot of the area was all decorated, and I don't know if you saw it, on on one spot there was a a potbelly pig loose at a cul-de-sac, so I stopped and looked at that, and then there was the art, and the the big bug, the spider legs, had to stop and take a picture of that. Right. Then there was some goofball dressed up as Thor. Yes. That was weird. Yes, I was screaming and cheering as he cast me on that last little stretch. What uh, attracted you to Mount Dora? It was finally not going to rain for Mount Dora. Yes, because I was there um, the year before COVID, 
And rain was coming in sideways across I, the lake. It, it, I kept thinking about Dora, thinking about Dora, and every year, and I didn't sign up, and then it would be pouring rain, and I'm like, oh, glad I didn't do that one. Oh, glad I didn't do that one. And then this year signed up, and it, I guess the, the rain god, I don't know what the rain god is, but not Thor, but bless, I guess he was preoccupied, and there was no rain, and it was, it was a good race. Mm-hmm. So... Um, the sangria. There's a sangria 5K. That one's a fun one too. Okay. I've gone out and done that one with the blueberry fields, running around the blueberry fields. Oh, nice. And they do have sangrias after the race. They do. They have um, the blueberry wine. It's Ooh. out on Hawthorne. So I've done that one. What would you say your favorite thing about running is? My first thought is it just makes me happy, and I don't know why. Um, a lot of times I like to run with people and talk, so it's kind of like social hour, so I enjoy that. But I, it's probably got to be the endorphins because just, I just feel happy afterwards. But I have to go, I, if I go run in the morning before work, I feel calmer at work, and then I can tell if I didn't run in the morning, I feel a little bit more on edge. So I just, if I, I sleep better, I feel a little more calm. So. There are days when I go and, and I'm on a conference call and I'm like, sorry, I just didn't get enough miles in this morning. <laughs> Is there anything you'd like to add before we wrap up? I have no idea. Well, it's been a pleasure speaking with you today. Very pleasure being here. And thank you for your time. Oh, thanks and for the company. Thanks for listening to Between Two Runners, a podcast. Brought to you in part by Dark Roast Coffee, Avocado Toast, and of course... Pancakes. Pancakes. Don't want no trouble. Don't want no trouble. Step aside and let me pass. Don't want no trouble. Don't want no trouble. Picking up the pieces of what I thought we had. Don't want no trouble.